0: what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be i live my life playing to win i'm after something so much in you keep on playing. we have the victory Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome to another episode of the Prey Plan, Slay podcast. And I'm so excited that you have tuned in yet again. Before we kick off this episode, I really just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has been listening to the podcast and sharing the podcast with their friends and family. As of today, the podcast has jumped and we are now in 28 countries and I couldn't be happier and so excited with what God has done. I mean, to think about it, the podcast only started in September and in that time we are being listened to by over 2,500 people across six continents and in so many different areas. So I am so, so excited. Thank you again for sharing. Also, I wanted to just touch on last week's episode. Um, Last week's episode was entitled Limiting Beliefs. And if you haven't had the chance to do that, go back and listen to it. But I really felt the need to dive into limiting beliefs a bit deeper. And I've decided to host a free webinar Um, on limiting beliefs so we can really dive into what has been stopping you from succeeding. Listen, you can't tackle a problem that you don't know you have. So come on and show up to the webinar. It's going to be February 1st. It's absolutely free. And I just want to help you guys go even further into tackling your limiting beliefs. And I want you to leave knowing that you have identified your limiting beliefs, you have tackled them, and you have found a way to overcome them so you can go forward and be successful. So if you want to be a part of that free webinar on February 1st, the link is in the show notes. Just sign up and I'll see you there. Now, let's hop into today's episode. As I sat there laying before the Lord, trying to figure out what He would have me to say for this week, I felt like I was wrestling with so many ideas that came to my head, and I began to get frustrated. And in that moment, I said to myself, You need to stop, take a break, and step back. So I did what I do whenever I need to clear my head. I took a hot Hot shower. And once my head was clear, I heard as clear as day don't burn out before you even start. Now, listen, you guys, this statement hit me like a ton of bricks. And here's why the word that I got for this year is more. And I love that word. Like, who doesn't want more in life? I was so excited. I was like, yes, God. More clients, more finances, more influence, more scholarships, more events, more responsibility, more work, more, yeah, that more started to not be so exciting when I really thought about it because I was like, okay, God, more is great, but more is a lot. And the first 14 days of January has basically been a sprint for me. When God said he more, he wasn't kidding. I have over 20 client calls in the next four weeks. I have five speaking engagements in the next month. Let me just stop there for a second so I can show you how great God is. Last year, I had five speaking engagements for the entirety of 2019. And this year, in the next four weeks, I have five speaking engagements. And... We wouldn't have finished February yet. So God is really showing out, right? Also, I'm hosting our first live event for 2020 in the next two weeks. So that's the single summit. I'm finishing my doctorate. I'm back to helping out with youth nights every Friday nights. And literally, the list goes on. Not to mention, your girl has a very demanding full-time job. So hashtag pray for your entrepreneur friends, okay? And as I sat there thinking to myself, how on earth am I going to do the work with what seems like less time and more things to do? God would so pleasantly remind me that this is a marathon, it's not a sprint. And I knew in that moment that this was what we needed to talk about today. Because I know I am not the only one feeling this way. I mean, it's the beginning of the year. You've set yourself goals, intentions for 2020. You have a vision of where you want your life to go. And you're super excited and you're pumped and you're fueled and you're ready to go. However, you being excited and ready and full of energy and fuel and sprinting to achieve your goals is going to cause burnout sooner or later before you reach the finish line. And once you burn out, you will regress into bad habits and self-sabotaging behaviors. And I don't want that for you, and I sure don't want it for me. So I thought that it was very important that we look at how we can tackle this before it even happens. Because what that meant for me is I'm in this business and I've been in this business for over a year now, but I'm still at the beginning. I'm still at the start of my life of what God has purpose for me of the multi-billion dollar corporation that I will eventually go on to build. So I'm really at the beginning stages. So I'm at the start. And when God said to me, girl, don't burn yourself out like this is just the beginning you I'm about to take you places and I need you to get this under control now because I'm giving you more and more and more and if you don't have systems and procedures in place and you don't prioritize your rest you are going to be burnt out and I can't pour and you can I can't use you If you are empty, you can't pour out from an empty vessel. So it was very important to me. And I know a lot of us are in this, let's call it season one of our lives where we have now identified our purpose and we're working on it, working on being purposeful and intentional with what we do every day. And we're shifting in our mindsets and we're ready to do more for God. And we're excited to go, 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 go. And he's just coming on with his sweet still voice saying you know what I need you to pace yourself because we got a lot of work to do you are going to be the one that snatch back some people from the enemy's kingdom and if that's going to be the person that you are I need you to make sure that you have things in place so that you will not succumb to getting drained easily to falling into depression and anything else that comes with it So let's really, really look at some ways that we can tackle this so that we can ensure that our success is not stopped short, okay? We want our success to be long-lasting. We want to be in alignment with God's will, and we never want to get to a point in our lives where we're just like, you know what, can't do it, don't want to do it anymore, I'm tired because we burnt the candle at both ends and we didn't take time out to do what we needed to do for ourselves. So with that being said, I want you guys to know that burnout is not a new concept. Like it's biblical. People were burnt out in the Bible and I'll get to where they were burnt out and what the Bible says shortly. But I want you to know that it's not a new concept. It's not a, oh, well, you know, burnout is, is something new because now we're all busy and everybody's always doing this and there's no human connection and you're always on your uh, phone, tablet or whatever, whatever. It's not that. Burnout has been around since BC, okay? Before Christ. That's how long burnout has been around. Romans 12, 11 to 12 says, and I'm reading from the message version, don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame and aflame. Be alert, servants of the Master. Cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times, pray all the harder. So I was like, all right, God, I see you. I see you. That's how I feel every time he gives me a word and I'm looking. I'm like, okay, you smooth. You smooth with it, God, you smooth. But anyway, let me just keep going. Going. So let's just look at some of the people who have experienced burnout from the Bible. We have Jonah. Jonah experienced burnout and depression after being delivered from the whale or the big fish, however you want to put it. And if you want to read more about that story, check out John. Um, chapter four, and read what Jonah was going to. But our main focus today is going to be on Elijah. After Elijah called down fire from heaven that burnt up the sacrifices of Baal, the fire in his own life went dim. So that was his own internal internal candle. You know how the Bible says, "Let your lo- your light so shine among men." That light, that internal light that he had, went dim, and that's in 1 Kings eighteen to nineteen. And Elijah went on to pray, and he said, "I've had." Enough, Lord. Take my life. Because he was tired. He was exhausted. He was drained. So that was first, 1 Kings 19, 4, where he says that as well. So, so both of these men wanted to quit. However, God gave them a way to overcome what they were facing. That's what I love about God, that even when we feel like we have come to the end, of the road. Sorry, <laughs> I just had to. I just had to. Um, God is there with a reason why we are not at the end of the road and how we can pull ourselves back out and refuel, recharge, and get repumped up for what is ahead. So, the first step is to realize that this can happen to any of us, it can happen to the best of us. And I think that's really important. I don't want you to feel isolated in the fact that, you know, you may be feeling the beginnings of burnout or you have felt burnt out before. Do not feel alone. It can happen to the best of us because we are busy and it's just something in life that happens when we are not in balance and balance is so, so, so very important. So burnout is defined as a state of mental and or physical exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. And I wanted to highlight here that even if you are doing things you love, but you're doing them at an accelerated pace, you can succumb to burnout. So just because you are, you feel like life is good and you're doing all these great things and it's just amazing, still doing too much at that point can make you succumb to burnout. It's a gradual process that seems to occur in three stages. So the beginning stage is stress, right? It's an initial stress response. In the beginning, you may start feeling stress and the stress may manifest itself in physical symptoms like insomnia, headaches or migraines, anxiety, stomach problems, crying, irritability, forgetfulness and an inability to concentrate. That that's stage 1. Stage 2. And that is the compensation response. So this is what happens when you're under stress. Your body tries to compensate for the fact that you're under stress and you might attempt to adapt. So if the attempt to adapt fails, which it has for me before, the behavior might include procrastination, hello somebody excessive lateness, persistent fatigue, social withdrawal from friends, family, and apathy. And I can speak for myself and I, I can say I've experienced that. Procrastination, y'all know how I feel about procrastination. overcome it, but I, I do understand that I used to get to a point where I was so stressed, I'd rather not do anything. It's like, you know what? I can't even think about this. This is stressing me out. I'm just gonna take a break over here and watch some TV. And pro- that's where procrastination would start or always feeling tired. And I remember mentioning to my friends over the weekend, like I felt I felt like the first 12 days of January, I was just tired because I had so much to do. And because I had so much to do and I wasn't pacing myself correctly and I wasn't prioritizing my sleep and my rest, I was starting to go down this rabbit hole. And I'm so glad that God stopped me before I got to like it sunk in or I got even worse. He stopped me and he pulled me back and said, listen, you need to take care of yourself. You need to prioritize sleeping. You need to prioritize eating breakfast and eating healthy foods that will keep you energized. Like all these things that God was sharing with me that I will share with you in a second. And then step three is exhaustion. And this exhaustion is even more so than I mentioned before. It is... It has chronic symptoms like depression, um, mental and physical fatigue, headaches, being very, very withdrawn, and shying away from things that used to g- feel give you pleasure or fulfillment because you just don't have the energy to do it anymore. So those are how I've found burnout to be broken down. Just so you guys have more of a fuller understanding, because as I say, you. You can't fix a problem. You don't know what it is. So I just wanted to give you guys a definition so you can evaluate your life and see if you might be going down this rabbit hole in some of the areas, right? So let's go back to Elijah because God gives us how to cure this in the book of, um. I'm sorry, not the book of Elijah. God gives us how to cure this when he's talking to the prophet Elijah. Um, and that is found in First Kings chapter 19. So when Elijah was feeling that way, as I mentioned earlier on, God gave him a list of things to do to cure him from his state. Because he remember, he was just like, Lord, I'm done. Like that's it for me. It's over. I'm finished. You could take me now. That it. And God came back to him and he told him to rest. So he allowed him to sleep. He sent an angel that provided him with food and then he allowed him to sleep again. You see how much rest is important? So rest, food, sleep again, eat again. And this is in 197 where the angel provided him more food to eat because he said he had quite a journey to go. Then he allowed Elijah to reflect. He allowed him to think about, you know, what am I doing here? He then spoke to, to Elijah personally in verse 1911, and then he allowed Elijah to do some more reflecting, some more pondering about why he's here and you know, what the issue is. And then God provided him with redirection. He told him what to do next, and that's in verse 15. And then, lastly, he gave him reinforcement. So he showed Elijah who he had appointed to help him in verse 16. So there is a step-by-step process to make sure if you ever feel like you're starting to get burnt out or you feel burnt out to pull yourself back out of it. God says, according to his word, rest, eat, rest some more, eat again, reflect, build relationship with him reflect some more on what he's saying and then allow him to redirect you and send you people divine connections to help you along the journey. Isn't that beautiful that we don't have to struggle through this? We don't have to look high and low and search all over to find the answer of how to fix how we're feeling, but God has put it in his word and he's laid it out so beautifully because he cares about us as his children. So the four major factors of burnout is time pressures, excessive responsibility or accountability, lack of support, or excessive expectation from yourself and others around you. Any one or a combination of these factors can result in stress overload. And this is what we are trying to avoid. Actually, this is what we are going to avoid, stress overload. So I want you to think about how you can alleviate those four major factors. Do you have time constraints Are is the way that you are organizing your day not conducive to meet your due dates for whatever you have? Do you have way too much responsibility and you need to, you know, hand some over to somebody else? Is your support system not there? Do you, are you hard on yourself or are the people around you hard on you? Those are some things to really think about. And the most effective way to avoid burnout is to be in constant communion with God. Unlike people, God never piles on us, right? More than we can handle. And God never drives us to a point of breaking down. When we, as people become overwhelmed by commitments and responsibilities, it's likely that we are operating on our own agenda not on God's agenda because you remember he never gives us more than we can bear and he is not a God to work me until I'm broken down he is not a God of team no sleep that is not him that is not my father he wants you to have balance he wants you to have rest he wants you to have time to spend with him right because if you're too busy if you're too stressed out guess guess what is one of the first things you forget to do spend time in God's presence, reading your word, worshiping, and just thanking him. You lose that time because you're stressed and other things start filling you out rather than the word of God and your relationship with him. So remember that always, God will never give you more than you can bear. He will never pile so much on you to the point where you break down. He is not a God of team no sleep. He is a God of hashtag balance, hashtag rest, sleep. Okay, God rested. On the seventh day, he rested. We know that already. So we need to prioritize our rest and make sure that what we're doing and all of our responsibilities are in line with God. And remember, now I'm saying that God will not give you more than you can bear and he won't pile too much on you as well. But do not use that in a, as an excuse of not allowing God to stretch you because he will stretch you in some areas where you need stretching and strengthening. But it's for you to speak to him so that you can know the difference. Go before God and ask him for direction. Ask him if you have taken on any responsibilities that don't belong to you. Ask them to show you who can support you during the season. And lastly, guys, it's really important that you don't be hard on yourself, okay? Sometimes we have beliefs that in order for us to be successful, we have to work all day and all night and burn the midnight oil. I can sleep when I'm dead. I've heard that attitude before. Or, you know, you're you're operating in a poverty mindset and because of that, you are running from experiencing lack and poverty, and because you are running from that, it is like you're being chased. That is how your actions are. You you have four, five, six, seven jobs because you're you feel like poverty is chasing you instead of you just following God and let letting Him be your provider. So there are different things that cause us to fall. Into stress and even some limiting beliefs that are blocking us and really causing us to overthink situations, that God is just like, chill, I got this. I got this. All right. So, as my friends reminded me, it is so important to prioritize rest. And I think I probably said that three or four times already. And it's important for you, like I said before, to have that support system who can hear what you're saying about how you're struggling and how you're tired and how you're this. Like my friends were listening to me this weekend and my friend group is awesome. If you have not listened to the episode entitled Get You a Miss Nigeria, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go and listen to us talking about friendship and the importance of support. Um but yeah my support system is on point, okay? My friends were, you know, Tay, hey, are you prioritizing sleep? Do I need to come and talk you into bed? Because you are doing the most right now and you need to sit your little self down and rest, right? Sometimes you need people to snatch you back into reality because you will forget or you will just be so much on the hamster wheel of life, just getting everything done. I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. Next thing you know, it's three o'clock in the morning, you haven't rested and you need it to be up in the next like two hours to keep going again. We don't want that for you. So no matter where you are on your journey, here are some ideas to avoid burnout and rekindle your inner fire or kindle your flame to do those things that God has called you to do. So rest often, okay? Rest often. Prioritize your rest. Have cutoff days, systems and procedures. If you are a entrepreneur like I am or a parallelpreneur, as Lisa Nichols says, and you have a nine to five and you also have a business, you're going to have to put some business hours into place. That means you don't have clients past seven or you don't have clients past nine. You promise yourself that you will be in bed by 10 o'clock each night. You promise yourself that, you know, you are actually going to sit down and eat breakfast before you leave your house. And these are all things that I've had to put into place to make sure that I am keeping my sant- sanity, right? <laughs> because. When you go, 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 at some points, it's, it just feels like you're going crazy. And I wanted to ensure that I kept my sanity. So this year, I made a, it a priority for me just to eat breakfast before I li- leave the house. Like, sit down and eat breakfast. And that may not sound like a big deal for you, to you, but I don't act, I don't know the last time I had breakfast in my house. And so that that was bad enough for me. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time I had breakfast at home. Apart from weekends, because, you know, weekends. But I am a person who have, has breakfast at my desk. That is not healthy. So I said, you know what? You need to prioritize that. Because that's what's going to make you feel better before you leave for, for the day. If you eat breakfast at a calm pace before you go out into the world and be rushed. I had to prioritize that. Okay, 10 o'clock, you need to be asleep. You need to be about the Lord's business and rest in your bed. And let him work on your brain while you sleep cuz listen god can work while you're sleeping i had to prioritize working out drinking water having time with my friends like things that i knew will refuel me had to then become a priority so that i could avoid this whole situation right so rest often refresh yourself with a proper diet diet Re-evaluate your commitments, priorities, and responsibilities regularly. Regulate and then delegate for reinforcement. When God sends you help, do not be the person to be like, nah, I can do it myself. Or mm, they're not doing it the way I want to do it. Nobody's going to do it the way I need to do it. So I'm just going to do it myself. Don't be that person. Why are you giving yourself work? Teach them what to do and trust that they, they've got it from there and move on and do other things, Okay redirect by saying no to demands and requests that do not line up with what God has called you to do. You know, I talk about this. You gotta learn how to say no. Some people may not like it. They may catch your attitude, but they ain't got nothing to do with you. You need to know how to say no, period. Not no, question mark, like you're available. No, I'm, I'm not, period. I can't help you there. Can't babysit tonight. Can't go to dinner. Can't do this because I need this time for myself. So if you need help with how to say no, go back. I have an episode um, it's entitled Learn to Say No. Just scroll down until you find it and listen to it. Reflect on God, what God has called you to do rather than what you would like to do. So make sure what you are doing is in line with what God has called you to do and your purpose. And remain in close and constant communion with God. Let him speak to you. You speak to him. Have a relationship. Build relationship with God. And in order for you to build a relationship, you need to do it more than Sunday. Okay, somebody? Just think of it like a real relationship. How would you feel if you only saw your, your boyfriend, girlfriend, or spouse once a week for a couple of hours? I know I'd be all up in my feelings and have every last one of the attitudes that I could possibly muster up. So why do we go ahead and treat God like that? You need to have relationship with him, ma'am. Like, I mean, speak to him every day, morning, noon, and night, all day, every day, build relationship. This God is your father, your brother, your best friend, your confidant. He is everything he is the OG okay He will show up for you in any way that you need him to but build relationship with him and don't be don't be a God I need this, God I need that. it's not a one--way relationship right and it's not a need-based relationship. God is not a genie. He is not a genie. It's not let let's talk to God and he'll give me my every wish. No. That's not how he works. I need you to have conversation with him. If you have needs, yes, share it with him. But ask God what he needs you to do, okay? It's not all about you. What does God need from you that you're not doing? Ask him, all right? So invite God to fuel and fan the flames of your ministry, of your passion, of your purpose every single day to avoid burnout. And lastly, I want to leave you with this. Work hard without becoming desperate and rest without becoming lazy and irresponsible. The goal is to have a well-balanced life. Remember, God don't need your help, okay? He does not need your help. He is still working whilst you're resting. He still does more when he tells you to do less. Stop sprinting and start walking. Let God do the rest. All right, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slate podcast. Let's just close in prayer like we usually do. Our Father and our God, we thank you for coming into our presence today father we thank you for your guidance we thank you for your grace and your mercy father i pray that you continue to download into us about the areas of of our life that is not in alignment with you father those things that we need to delegate those things that we need to say no to whatever you would have us to do so that we would avoid this situation um, of burnout father You have given us very clear directions on how to avoid burnout and how to refuel if we have reached burnout. And we thank you for your word because your word is so clear and you laid it out beautifully. You have told us to prioritize our rest. I ask that you send the Holy Spirit to nudge on our shoulder and just remind us that this is a marathon. It is not a race. That you can do more Whilst we're doing less, God, please guide your people as they go forth for the rest of this week. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slave podcast. Of course, please do follow us on Instagram at Shantae Sapphire or at Pray Plant, Slay podcast. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to connect, like, subscribe, and leave a review so we can give you more great show. And if you want to be in that free webinar on limiting beliefs being held on February 1st, just click the link in your bio and we will see you there. Have a great week.